0: Podcasters, hear me. It is true what many of you have heard. You need to have your entire podcast library hosted, and as I speak, the solution is here. I stand here before you, truthfully, unafraid, because the Podcaster Matrix is here. Let us shake these microphones, guests, and legacies. Plug into the real-world podcast hosting solution now at podcastermatrix.com.
1: Are you troubled by pop culture references you don't understand? Does trying to figure out a good jumping on point in a long-running comic series keep you up at night? Have you or your friends
0: or family seen a comic book-based movie, TV show, or cartoon and not known
1: what was going on? If the answer is yes, then this is the podcast for you. My Big Fat Pull List. Our assembly of knowledgeable hosts are eager
0: to help answer all your comic book-based pop culture questions. We're ready
1: to geek out
0: with you! In organized fandom, continuity can be a trigger word for many fanboys and fangirls out there. Continuity is what ties a universe full of stories together, but it can also be a detrimental roadblock for anyone attempting to understand and digest 30, 40, 50, hell, even 80 years
2: worth of content. No matter what corner of pop culture you reside in, whether it's superhero comics, RPG video games, or even long-running television series, the want or need to keep everything straight can be a daunting challenge. But fear
1: not, loyal listeners, the geeks of my big fat polis are here to be your Sherpas up the mountain of understanding as we ask the question, does continuity matter in comics? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, geeks and geekettes,
0: to another edition of my big fat pull list. I am Mr. X. Across the table from me is. Smurfy. And with him is. Dr. Impact. Here we are together again because Pistol is still on vacation. How long vacation. It seemed to be gone for. <sighs> Jeez. Well, I'll admit this to everybody because he's not sitting here, <laughs> but I am going to tell you it's been nice. <laughs> I haven't had any kind of migraines. It's been quiet. I haven't had that weird nervous tick I get when he says the word tight. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: PTSD well, I, I'm sitting in his seat You yet are sitting again. in his seat, yes. So uh, maybe I'll I'll try to throw out a couple of tights in honor of Pistol you know until what? he gets back. The air is less salty. It's yeah. amazing. It <laughs> tastes cleaner and better. <laughs> what we really want to say is
0: hurry back, Pistol. <laughs> we
2: miss you. We do miss you. Now, oh, I would say, though... That were Pistol here, I, I would bet that one of the first things that he would want to bring up is our Patreon page. We have a Patreon page! He loves it. He, he, he does. does. He does. He loves talking about it. And he loves uh, uh, giving out that website. And if he were here, I'm sure that he would tell you that the Patreon website is www. Uh. dot patreon dot com forward slash my big fat pull list I hope that that I did you proud there Pistol until until you can get back for the next episode So this episode I wanted to talk about something
0: that for modern comic books especially but even uh, even some of the uh, the older stuff does continuity matter where comic books are concerned to give our listeners a broader scope of what we're talking about a continuity is something that you're going to find in anything that lasts longer than one yeah (laughs) that was my example if you have more than one of something there's a continuity to it uh some examples in other media besides comic books let's let's look at uh media like cartoons and Mm. tv video games uh, video games and stuff like that Uh, doctor who Doctor Who is celebrating, I want to say right now, it's in its 52nd year, not consecutive. It's been around for 50-plus years. In all episodes count. Well, and and when you talk to Whovians, even though some of the old stuff doesn't hold up and kind of contradicts some of the stuff that they're doing nowadays... Everything matters because it's time travel and and timey wimey wibbly wobbly. Well, stuff, and, right?
2: and 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 since you brought up Doctor Who, I w- I was going to ask that actually because I I have never surprisingly with all of my interests being what they are, I've surprisingly never got into Doctor Who mm. either the original stuff or the new stuff. And being the the weirdo nut that I am, I can't just start. With David Ecclestein. I, I just can't do it. See? Um, and I went back and I, I watched all of William Hartnell, and I'm just about done with The Second Doctor. My question is when I get to the new stuff, which is the stuff that I'm really excited about getting to, in about a decade, in about another yeah. 20 years, how much is that old continuity? crucial to the new stuff being a guy who never saw anything of
1: the old stuff mm-hmm. started out with just Ecclestein. because mm-hmm. a friend was like hey I, you like sci-fi stuff i think you'll like doctor who it was actually a buddy of mine and mr x who talked me into it you're we talking about cool sci-fi stuff and he's like i think you'd really like doctor who and i mm. was like a guy at the comic store talked to me about it Kind of talked to me about it. I have no interest. He's like, and he made, made me actually watch the first couple episodes. I was just saying, so, I, that was exactly for me. Yeah. I was like, I, I remember watching
0: some of the old stuff on Channel 9 right, real the black late and night. white, right? Well, it was the stuff that was in color. So so I'd say, you know, the seven, late 70s. Tom Baker, maybe. Uh, era, Tom there. Baker, just after Tom Baker. Other than that, I, I, I knew he traveled through time in a police box, which... <laughs> As a young person, I didn't. I, I don't know what the hell screw, that is. And he had a
1: powered screwdriver, a sonic
0: screwdriver. <laughs> Once you have a, a screwdriver, if you, you don't want to just stick with a screwdriver, you want right. to go sonic, right? Or so, laser. So laser screwdriver. screwdriver. Now yeah. I know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason, I didn't. I wanted to go back to the beginning, and he kept saying, "You don't have to. You can start off." And it's true. And, it's and it's true. that's true. what you don't I don't have they, to. But they my,
1: tell you the rules, kind of like that. Like the, like the, the sure. Has and to I don't doubt that because it had been
2: so long. You kind of have to. But my question is especially since this episode is about continuity and does continuity matter in general? More specifically, just for you guys, do you find that the continuity, the old stuff, tends to matter in Doctor Who more often than not? I I, I think it
1: matters Uh, depending on the episode. And, okay. All right. certain and who's the like, showrunner yeah, and yeah, that is, and how, what history they want to follow and, and what works for the story, story right? Okay. Like so be, they pick and choose kind. Yes, because they'll be like oh during the old war and they'll talk about some old episodes which if you haven't seen those old episodes you're like okay there was an old war they, they give kind of you, you in a enough little bit. information
0: about a character if they bring back an old villain or an old race of aliens that were villains to an, a previous doctor incarnation they'll give you enough information enough exposition to where you get the gist of it, but you don't have to
1: have actually watched any of that, so. like 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 the Dalek War, where they I thought they were all wiped out, the, Daleks. Daleks. They, they the, the, the like, Cybermen cyber wiped them out, right? Like so, the they're not wiped out. So. so
2: it really is, since we're mentioning other media and that, it really is a little bit more like Star Trek continuity in the sense that different shows may reference other shows or movies, but you don't necessarily have to have, like, you don't necessarily have to have watched next generation or any of the movies to understand deep space nine
1: right the way dr right. who yeah. the, the companion technically is you the audience yeah. okay yeah hey, okay. who's this and dr who explains it to the companion so okay. that it makes sense right. and you're like oh so it makes sense to you as the audience most that's people most
0: dr who fans will say when nothing is canon everything is, is canon. okay because right. they do go back and they contradict themselves but because it's a show about space and time you can kind of well you, you can it change it. whatever you want sure, yeah. so sure. okay i mean right. that's right. it's a cheat yeah, yeah, yeah. But at yeah. least let's it's other, a creative yeah. cheat. Yeah. Other media. Uh, let's talk about role-playing games, RPG oh, games man. on on for video yeah. games. Final Fantasy is Great. something I have never been able to wrap my brain around. I've played four different versions of Final <laughs> Fantasy, uh, but
1: isn't there like twenty-seven now? There's uh, yeah, I think it's like up to the twenties, and only like, like for maybe, real, like you're so, not joking. not joking. joking. Wow. Now, now I will have friends that will <laughs> yell at me, and I've heard this all third between me playing some of the games. I played about four or five of them myself, and I've had other friends play all of them. Mm-hmm. All the ones they get their hands on because they're like, listen, one was released in like Japan, can't get it. So right. they came out with two here, which they renamed one, and there's this crazy history, but they all kind of do flow together. They all kind of follow some of the same, like, you have magic that is in the form of, like, materia. And there's always, like, certain things that connect everything. Like, there's an animal called, like, a, I believe it's pronounced Chocobo. Some yeah. call it Chocobo, which is this like, this yellow two legged bird that runs, and it's in every. Final Fantasy game. Hmm. Like every Yet one of them. The
0: worlds are never are, always. Well, I mean, some of them are direct sequels to each other, while other games have like, nothing
1: to do with anything else. For example, Final Fantasy Seven is the one I lived, breathed. My whole life revolved around me and my friends to get together on Friday nights and play that
2: game. And what was that on? That was on because PlayStation. Because I'm not. That, that, I'm that, was not a, that was PlayStation. Okay. Because this I'm not much of a gamer. As, okay. as the two of you know, and for anyone listening, I, I'm not that much of a gamer. Mr. X, you and I used to play. A hockey game, yeah, NHL, NHL 2001, <laughs> 2001 yeah, on nice, PlayStation. Yeah. But I think it was the only game I even owned on a PlayStation, okay. and uh, and we we enjoyed doing that just because just we could because create we our would own, yeah our own oh yeah and we stuff. would we would manage we would simulate yeah. a season and manage my, the team. But my hockey team was the X Men, and we were undefeated. But pri- <laughs> <right>? <laughs> nice. But prior to that, the only systems that I ever really owned, I owned an Atari. Okay, when I was young in the 80s, I had. A regular Nintendo, and I had a Super Nintendo, and then I stopped. Unless you count the PlayStation for which I had the one game, <laughs> HL, right, which right. I don't count because I only had the one game. So, so I, you know, my video gaming knowledge kind of ends with Super Nintendo. Smur- Smurfy
1: had Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. PlayStation, PlayStation Two, Xbox, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, Xbox One, and a PC the whole time.
2: Oh, you're so cool, no, Brewster. Well, you know, I had
1: a brother so <laughs> who had half of those. So ah. like one, like I'd get to so, Sega Genesis, he would get the Super Nintendo. So Final Fantasy so, though starts with PlayStation, primarily PlayStation. Well, yeah. Final okay. Fantasy 7. seven, Seven. Sorry, Final oh, Fantasy is seven. oh. on PlayStation. Oh, okay. Some Was of them go the big back, back. Game that came and, out
0: for PlayStation. Some of the Final oh, okay. Fantasies okay. go back to okay. Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I guess oh, I yeah. guess I, I guess I just didn't and, have and, them. Then. Okay. All
1: right. And a lot of them were more um, kind of like a round turn, like this guy goes and this guy goes oh, and this okay. guy goes. Right. And you're just kind of like click, attack, magic, right. whatever. Yeah, gotcha.
0: But again, there's there's a continuity because they're all called the same thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's Final Fantasy 95. Right. So there there's something there, yet
1: there is no continuity. Co- like just a quick history, right? Final Fantasy 7, you're a guy named uh, Cloud who is like an ex-soldier and you're on a mission with these rebels cuz you're trying to go against an evil corporation known as like I believe it's pronounced Shira and you're trying to destroy them. That's how the story goes. The very next one Final Fantasy 8, you're this guy named Squall and you have a completely different gun. He's got what they call a gunblade. So it's literally like a six-shooter revolver yeah. connected to a giant sword. Cloud did not, Cloud had a giant Buster sword and that was his weapon. So they kind of like have their own worlds and of them really connect. My game was 9. Okay, that's okay. the one that nine I played. was great too. Nine well, was that was the one I was super fun. With. Yeah, nine yeah. was, nine was super fun. So
0: within your game, you have yeah. a nice continuity, but as a whole, there isn't really a continuity. Same thing can be said for uh, stuff like well, uh, we just did a big Star Wars episode. All of the stuff that Star mm. Wars Legends technically has a continuity, the pre-Disney, right? Way. But right. does not fit with anything that is out now. You know the the all of that legend stuff is filled with stories of Han and Leia's kids right. who grow up and become Jedi's. Yep. Uh, well, and then one becomes a Sith. Jason, and, and Jaina, yeah, and all that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Anakin Solo. You get Ben Skywalker. Yep. You get Mara Jade, who marries Luke. Yep. So you get Mara Jade Skywalker. It, it, there is a huge continuity out there, which unfortunately. Now doesn't I don't want to say it because you can't you can't just dismiss
2: it right, but at least well it's, and it's, it's still been, out there and they're it still, is still printing them yep, and they're they're constantly still coming out so therefore it's not like they've completely wiped the slate and that's it they just don't exist anymore it's almost as if they exist as an alternate timeline it's almost like it's just, there's almost like there's
1: two paths
2: yeah there's the left
1: which is this stuff, which is and all like, the pre then there's stuff, like then there's then, the the right road yeah. with like you know the right side which we're like that's what's all we're going to count as continuity so left yeah. left road's fine right. enjoy that trip enjoy that travel just know that this no it's not going to cross here, over here, here right can't fit in there right yeah. they're not going to yeah. they, they yeah. can't and coincide. the
0: unfortunate thing is that there were a lot of people that were detractors of the Force Awakens because now you're telling me that all of this stuff that I love that I read yeah. that I collected doesn't matter doesn't matter there's no continuity. Well, uh, we're not telling you that, but yeah. But yeah. yeah.
1: At least as of yet, because I feel like Disney's making some moves to kind of start bringing in some of that stuff. Slowly. And, and, slowly, and repurposing slowly, some some
0: stuff like that is great for those fans. Right. But when you're told, well, guess what? Your continuity doesn't matter. Yeah. Fans are going to take uh, offense to that. I mean, I was one. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people who mm-hmm. was like, you could have done so much better if you just adapted some of yeah. the mm-hmm. stories that have already been told. Pull, pull well, a that's what we
1: wanted to see. Ninja teenage- turtles. The, Gather yes. a whole bunch,
0: nitpick yeah, it, and yeah. make a great movie. That's just a handful of examples of where continuity can either help and or hinder a, a property. But we want to know, is there anything that we did not cover that you have an example of, of good or bad? It doesn't matter. Uh, we want to know. We want to know where continuity matters in your media. Tell us. Head on over to our social media accounts. We're at Facebook. We're at Twitter. We are on the Instagram. Like cool people. And let us know what your thoughts are on continuity in other media. Now, when it comes to comic books, talking about continuity can be a little bit more dicey. Depending on if you are a long-running fan Or somebody new, a a novice, let's say. I don't know too many super, especially superhero comics. I don't know too many superhero comics that are 100% accessible to where here you go, you're on the ground floor, enjoy, you don't need to read anything else.
1: Invincible. Number one. Invincible...
0: which is now a dead series, though. I mean, it's it's over. Live, yeah. But, I mean... It's over. Continuity, right? But but it did stick. There is a tight continuity. Even though it existed in the image superhero universe, and there were a lot of cameos from other image characters. Savage Dragon definitely showed up a lot. The Wolfman. was another Robert Kirkman. Oh, the
2: Astounding Wolfman. The Astounding
0: Wolfman, yeah. He showed up a handful of times. But for the most part invincible stuck to invincible's continuity so so yeah there you go and there are some of those modern comics that are over now uh another another example uh the sixth gun uh mm. by uh cullen bunn 50 issues i got all the trades but boom there's a story what was it about
1: i don't it, know it's a horror western yeah
0: oh oh, oh. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's, I, it's basically like our deadlands i should totally uh, pick it up now you then. should totally right yes. yeah I, I will go find it the would trades. give you it would definitely yeah. give you some inspiration I, for our, yes, our that's, gameplay that's
2: what i need I'll have to pick that up. Uh, I would also say that there are some things out currently that can kind of fit that bill. At Dark Horse, uh, currently mm. J- uh, Jeff Lemire, I think it is, has a series called Black Hammer. Okay. And Black Hammer, I think it's been around now for about five or six years, something like that. And Black Hammer is a full developed universe of superheroes that are loosely based on the silver age versions of the justice league. Oh, okay. And I think there's been, I think he does mini series on them. So I think the first one was like 10 or 12 issues. And then he'll do this character was cool and mentioned in the background. So now I do a mini series on that character. Right. Very similar to how McNola handles Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. That was gonna be my next one Hellboy. Um, but again, the other problem, and this is with both of those things, both, the Black Hammer stuff and the Hellboy stuff, yeah, they're completely accessible when they start. <laughs> yeah, find out old stuff's hard. But then when you get into it, Black Hammer has only been around for five or six years, and yeah, I bought the first, I think, six issues, but I would be too lost to pick up a miniseries now to mm. read it. Yeah, so and, unless you're on top of it. And oh, Hellboy.
1: stick with it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: I, no, if you pick up a Hellboy comic now, you'll be
1: completely lost.
0: I wouldn't even know where to start, but from what I understand, most of them are just nice, self-contained stories that are in the universe. Okay. Whereas the ongoing, well, nice. there are ongoing, like the BPRD was an ongoing. So, I mean, that you would have to read from, you know, start to finish to understand things. But most of the miniseries are basically like, hey, so it's Hellboy. You know who mm-hmm. Hellboy is, right? Well, he's going on a case, yeah, And go. Okay.
2: All right. Well, that's cool. And where that's, that's concerned, that's great. Yeah. that's
0: great, because you can just hand somebody a
2: great story. You like Hellboy?
0: Yeah, I like Hellboy. You want to read a good Hellboy story? Yeah, that's, I'll read a good Hellboy That's story.
2: almost the approach that, that was taken back in the 30s and 40s with the old Doc Savage pulp. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they might reference things here and there to another story, but each 100-page novella that was put out on Doc Savage was just... You know Doc, you know he's the man of bronze, you know he's super smart, and he's the best guy out there for everything. Well, here's the new case. Yeah, there you go. Here's some new monster he's got to fight, or whatever. That's all you need to know. But do you say? Exiles was able to do that? Like the original run of Exiles? Cause
1: f- yeah. Because like, it was all like con- it, was, it was continuous. The story flowed. It had its own continuity because it was outside of modern continuity. Technically, it was supposed to be a what-if. It well, started I mean, out as a what-if.
0: It started off as a what-if. What uh, the way that that book germinated was they were like we really loved the tv shows quantum leap and sliders so how can Hmm. we do that and that's that's what they did did. Hmm. and it was let's take versions of characters that you know but but from different realities right put them on it as a team and they have a mission it's like okay so you have to fix things in all these other realities and the more things in the multiverse you fix the more your home reality will get fixed. yeah, And then they, you get to go
1: home. Because they got plucked out right before something. Right before f- they died. Like, yeah, right before they died. Every mm-hmm. character was plucked out right before mm-hmm. they died. Yeah. Yeah. And some recognized so each the, other, but they weren't from the same universe. Right. So it, the so.
0: incentive was, go on these missions. Yeah, fix it. And not only you do get you fixed. get to live, but your universe gets to live right. as well. Uh, so you were able to... And, and because it was mostly mutants in the very beginning, it was considered a mutant book. But the worlds that they would visit... And the, the the alternate universes that they would visit were based off of – it was literally a, a what-if story all the other times. I remember one of the early ones, uh, the entire planet had been taken over by the lizard. Yeah. Everybody was a lizard person. Oh, yeah. wow. Everybody. So the whole planet was just a giant jungle. Yeah. And that stems from Peter Parker, Spider-Man, going up against the lizard – when he was trying to do the, that dastardly plan to release his serum, they were like the lizard one and succeeded. Yeah. So in this this world, yeah. but everybody's a man. Even though lizard.
2: that that is loosely spun out of an older Spider-Man story, you didn't necessarily have to read no, no, the Spider-Man no. or, story you or to follow it.
1: Or you had to read the stories before in Exiles. You could just pick it up from like right. where the new chapter starting. Similar go, this is the team. here we go. Similarly
2: to DC Elseworlds. And the Marvel What Ifs, and I guess you could even argue the current DC Black Label stuff now, you didn't have to know things. Now, with the What Ifs, sometimes it helped, you know? What if the heroes lost Atlantis Attacks? Okay, well, I've never read Atlantis Attacks, so I don't know what happened. But I assume they probably won, so (laughs) let's read this one. I would assume that you don't. The other thing, too, that What If was always good at doing was in the first page... Uatu, the Watcher, would say, here is this event that occurred, and here's how it turned out. But, if you change <laughs> this... So you got a recap yeah. on the it's first a, page. Uh,
0: I am the bold master of exposition. Yeah, but, Let me tell you a story. Yeah. But
2: in his exposition, you got the recap. You got the gist. So you didn't yeah. need to go back and read It was read the same the thing with
0: Exiles. That yeah. She had, uh, Blink had the tallest, well, which kind who of Whoever the leader was. Whoever the leader was, yeah, right. sorry. And and it, it gave her, she would hear it, she would hear the mission and Nobody else being. would. And then communicate that with the team. So again, you're getting that just enough exposition. So, if you were a fan and they end up on a world that had something to do with a story that you remember reading from X Men or the Hulk or Fantastic Four, it's even better for you. Sure, sure. Spider Man twenty
1: ninety nine shows. Yes, yeah, Spider Man yeah. twenty ninety nine. But it wasn't crucial.
0: No, no. Whereas, but as it continued. It built. A I'm sure continuity. it built its own continuity right.
2: that you had to follow, and which
1: yeah. was because co- like Sabretooth and like Blanket or whoever was with the team would even reference some older stuff, you mm-hmm. know, or older people who were on the team, yeah, you know, like if they were no longer on the team or whatever. So they'd just like reference that. And that's so. the thing: you need that connective tissue. The longer that you last, if
0: you forget about your connective tissue, then who cares about all this old stuff?
2: Well, and that's where your editorial staff comes in. Mm. You know, your editorial staff, either for your pocket of books, whether it's the X books within Marvel or whatever, your editorial staff really should be on top of that kind of stuff to funnel those answers into the editor. Yeah. That way, if other books and other editors within Marvel or within DC need to reference things, they go to the editor of that particular office. And that's where the real question in my mind of does continuity matter? Really come into play Mm. because when you get new writers on a book and a new writer wants to do something and tell a certain story, if it goes against continuity that is set up, an editor or an editorial staff should check it and take it to the primary editors or the editor in chief of the company to clear it, right? Because otherwise. Unlike things like Exiles or the other books, it really starts to ask the question, did everything else really matter? Then? Yeah. Was my expenditure of my hard-earned dollar worth it? Mm-hmm. So that's what editors do. Got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's it's about if, if you got a creative team coming on for, let's say, 20 issues. You really love the book. You're loving what's going on. Well, issue 21 comes along. It's a new creative team. And everything is completely different. Not just a little different. Right. Everything is completely different. Almost as if those
2: previous twenty issues didn't matter. Are you are you referring to a current <laughs> um series of books at Marvel, perhaps yeah. with like a big X on the front? See, I, I was know. gonna reference yeah. like, like like well, they do
1: things like all of a sudden they'll have like a character like Hillian who's amazing and super powerful and all sudden it's not there anymore. Or they're like, Oh, he's not as powerful as you thought. You're like mm-hmm. Wait, what why?
2: Uh, or a character who's shot. been human for yeah. the last forty years in comics, and now this writer comes along and goes, "Oh no, nope, just kidding. It's been a mutant all along." Right? Gotcha. Like, ugh. in our not so subtle way, we are <laughs> we
0: are talking about Jonathan Hickman and his taking over of the X Men books, and we are going to get to that because that is a yeah. perfect example yeah. of sixty years of continuity, and what do you do with it? But we're not there yet. I do want to go back, uh, though, before we get to Hickman. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back and and for a second just briefly talk about how the golden age of comics was just sen- essentially stories. Yeah. You didn't have to worry about continuity because all they were worried about doing was telling a story. Very rarely did you have continuations. You, you hardly ever had to be continues.
2: Well, and again, you're talking about either... Pre-war pre-World War II or mm-hmm. during World War II, when comics in general were geared specifically to older audiences. I mean, yes, kids could read them too, right. but they were a legitimate form of entertainment, even for adults, just like any other magazine or book. But in those days, you didn't collect a whole lot. There might have been some collectors out there, for, probably, for the yeah. most part, you didn't, read throw it away. You read so, it and you throw like it like away. Or during the war itself, you read it and donated it to, to a recycling okay. uh, stop. If somebody needed, you know, if there was a recycling depot in your home, or if you where had they're collecting newspapers, yeah, or you mail it to your loved one. You mail it to your loved one. It's like, yeah. ooh, here, here's so another
0: issue of Captain America for you. Right. You don't yeah.
2: keep things, and therefore, you don't ever have to remember what happened in the previous issue. You don't have to go back and reread it to keep what's going. I mean, that's how Julius Schwartz was able to get away with taking names of old characters at DC and completely reinventing them in the early 50s with Flash and Green Lantern and The Dawn of the Silver Age. The Dawn of the Silver Age, where... Because nobody cared about continuity up until that point. And probably most readers had forgotten who a lot of those (laughs) people were. And then The
0: Silver Age was... The beginning of continuity. And That's not, where, where things started to actually matter. try to matter. And not yeah. even really it, until... It, was, it wasn't it was great continuity. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, well, until Stan Lee, right. even. Yeah. Well, Stan Lee comes along and starts doing comic books the way he wants to do it. He does Fantastic Four. I'm going to tell a superhero comic book the way I want to do it. And actually treats people intelligently. And... Starts telling stories about the people and not about the powers, putting it in the real world and not some fictitious city that Mm kind of resembles something Mm -hmm. that you might know, and connecting
2: a universe. Yeah. You know, really having characters show up. I think the the big turning point where that's concerned, or at least what I would consider it, I don't know if if most historians do or not, but I don't recall the issue numbers, but there was an issue of... Fantastic Four and an issue of the Avengers. And at the end of, I want to say it was the end of the Fantastic Four issue, maybe, Mm -hmm. after Thing and Hulk had their first big fight ever. The end of that issue, even though it's kind of the end of the story, it says to be continued in Avengers whatever. Right. Whatever the issue is. That's the first time that I can think of that you really have a connecting story in a totally different book drawing a whole new form of continuity in comics Yeah, at yeah. that time.
0: Ah, oh, those were the days. And unfortunately, though, there, in, there, there is where the other shoe drops. Yeah. Because now when you add up 40, 50, 60 years worth of continuity... Of doing that. how How do you condense it to where somebody can easily understand it and then jump in mm-hmm. a, a lot of comic books and it's been going on for a while but a lot of them will constantly keep promoting great jumping on point yeah, right but is it is it really because if you don't know anything about the character except for maybe outside media ooh, i really like the venom movie i'm gonna go read venom this is nothing like the yeah. movie.
1: Yeah. Why is Eddie Brock mad and fighting <laughs> it? <him>? What? <laughs> <laughs> like... Well, he's a lot...
0: He, he's more ripped than, yeah, than right? Hardy is. Right. I, this is strange and making me feel weird. No! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger danger! <laughs> Stranger danger! Yeah, it's it's one of those things that... Once you have all of this continuity, it's very hard... It's It's one of the reasons why comic book companies, especially the big two, will constantly release those... A secret origins of the DC yeah, universe, yeah. or or a handbook, yeah. Yeah. to to a certain story arc or a certain uh, period of time, because you have to. Every now and then, remind people. Yeah, Marvel just just did this very recently in twenty nineteen. They did the, a new history of the Marvel Universe. It was six issues, yeah. written by Mark Wade. I mean, yep. who, if you are going to have somebody do it, might as well be Mark Wade, He's a
2: walking encyclopedia.
0: And the story is actually Galactus. It's at the end of the universe, and the only two people left are Galactus, who's dying, and Franklin Richards. Hmm. And Franklin says, "Before before you go, before it's all over, tell me a story." Tell me the story of this universe. And Galactus tells the story of the Marvel Universe because he's been there the entire time. Because of continuity and time changes, there are a lot of things that had to be tweaked. We all know that Frank Castle fought in the Vietnam War and came back. And his family was, was slaughtered. And then he became the Punisher. He learned how to kill in Vietnam, right? by being in Vietnam. Well, that's so long ago, time wise, really? real world, real world he would, wise. He'd be
1: seventy to eighty now, right? Right. He yeah. couldn't do what he does exactly. So they have to be like, oh, he learned it in Iraq. Well, no. Oh, so, some modern stories
0: will 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 take that route. Yeah. But in the history of the Marvel Universe, they have now created this fictitious war that takes place. Mm-hmm. In the Asian territory, and I can't remember what they call it. There was a little bit of controversy too, because a lot of people thought, "Wow, that's a a little insulting by just Mm -hmm. ignoring Vietnam." But, but, but then again, well, come on, guys, this is comic books. We are trying to connect it to a little bit, a little semblance of reality. But let's be fair; it is comic books. So now it's Reed Richards, Frank Castle, and Ben Grimm all met for the first time during this conflict when, in fact, in the original continuity, Ben Grimm was a pilot during Vietnam. Right. I I can understand stuff like that, but when you have to do that and do it a lot just so that people can get a refresher course, I mean, we're doing a series of episodes called Understanding DC Comics for a reason.
2: Well, I was just going to say what you're talking about, Mr. X, that... That's confusing in and of itself, but that's Marvel. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Marvel and how they navigate the waters. Marvel, of who's never their done a reboot, right? Yeah. But then you have an organization like DC, who every ten years does <laughs> a complete restructuring of their their reality and their history. But then, as opposed to just saying, "Okay, everything that came before this moment." is now been rewritten. Here's your new history. Go forward with that. Fine. That's fine. But within five or six years, writers will come on board that will start referencing yeah. stuff prior to. That's that, the, that, that didn't really happen, and you're like, wait you know, a minute. That didn't right. happen. What? Mr. X is talking about this series, Understanding DC Comics continuity, that we've been doing throughout this whole season of My Big Fat polis and which we will continue to do. Yeah. That series came out of a discussion that Mr. X and I had about talking about Rebirth, the the current DC Rebirth comics. I had said, yes, we can talk about DC Rebirth, but if you want me to get into detail about things that are going on in Rebirth, there is a lot that Rebirth references that you won't understand if you haven't been reading since the early 80s. Oh, so they're going that far back, not just
1: referencing like 52 stuff. No, the current Wait, Rebirth, yeah. current rebirth is awesome. stuff okay. is
2: referencing the original Crisis and the original oh, multiverse. Because wow. I'm not reading a whole lot which of DC is, current because of... Well, that's why, the why we're kind of doing the, the understanding right, yeah. DC Comics continuity, because that continuity has gotten so <laughs> incestuous on itself <laughs> that that it's it's nearly impossible to follow... And yet, at the same time, it's still comic books.
0: Yeah, right, right. I guess that, that, that would bring us
2: to the middle ground. And I can't
0: believe I'm saying this, but I am going to officially say that Jonathan Hickman stuff is now the middle ground because it's, it's not all bad. It, it isn't all bad. Uh, for any of you who are not reading The X-Men or have been under a rock and haven't had any kind of connection to social media, Last year, Jonathan Hickman wrote two miniseries that were uh, two series that were one: mm-hmm. House of X and Powers of Ten, which basically restructured what the mutant community was in the Marvel universe,
1: which you kind of needed, honestly. You know, yes, like,
0: it, I hate to say it, it did. The franchise needed a shot in the arm because, and and I'm not I'm not downing it, but for almost the last decade the majority of X-Men material had been nostalgia-based fan service. Yeah. Now, I, I'm a fan of stuff like that, mm-hmm. so yeah. I didn't really mind, and I'm not constantly going, oh, give me something new, give me something edgy. But it is nice It, it is nice to have something comfortable and safe every once in a while. Now, that's not going to do very much for your sales. But then there's also the controversy of maybe Marvel was actually not doing such a great job with the X-Men franchise comic book series because they still didn't own the movie rights
2: and blah 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 well, then you get into a whole different background. yeah that's it's a totally yeah. different
1: podcast and just, we're not going to get into like it just like the reason here. why they canceled fantastic four all right? of a sudden and they yes. brought it back so yeah, exactly. yeah so you can't exactly. it's not so, the theory's not too far-fetched yeah, exactly they it's, it's it.
0: not a, it's not there is some truth within there but what i will say is i i had my reservations the first wave of of books have come out and they're not all winners they're not. It's nice to have somebody spearheading this corner of the Marvel Universe. It's nice to know that there is a status quo. And for the most part, these books will follow that. I was worried when these books started that, well, everything that I've read and collected the majority of my life, the way that this miniseries, this House of X and Powers of Ten is shaping up, it's like none of that matters. It's like they're going to, he's going to take everything that I loved and go, nope, redo. And luckily, it's not totally, but in some ways, it is. One of the reasons why I'm being vague is because we are going to be doing uh, an episode completely on the first wave of the Dawn of X books coming very, very soon, as soon as Pistol comes back from vacation. But I will say that. Now that the first six issues of all of the major books have come out and I've digested them all, there are still elements that feel like an x men book it It's like yeah, this is x men this is this is the these are the characters you, you haven't changed the characters, but then there are some books that it seems like the writer never either a never picked up a book that featured this character or characters. And just started doing whatever the hell they wanted, or did and didn't care and still did whatever the hell they wanted.
1: Or some sloppy editors forgot to tell them. I was gonna say hey, it still comes you know, down to the editorial staff yeah, if they're gonna, like. Hey you man, know. like you can't do that with that
0: guy, or that's not right. Yeah. I am not a fan of change for change sake. Right. I am not a fan for equality for equality's sake there needs to be a reason if you're going to change a character from straight to gay or from black to white other than we need more diversity if you want diversity create these characters well and
2: that's and that's what i was going to just talk about because i have a feeling that within the next year or so i will be in the same boat that you are with your x titles as we get ready for D C to drop five G. Ah uh, yes. The yes. the impending five G. And Smurfy is looking at me like his head's gonna explode. Well no, okay. I do, didn't do
1: you, I, Is that a, is is that a not, jet? You, no. Sorry, just the bad name. Five G. Oh, have you heard of the five G thing? No. Do you know? But like Isn't that what our phones are supposed that's to That's what I was going with. I was like, why they pick up like so, services. I'm on four so G right
0: now. I, I have five, recently. I believe,
2: like, recently, Dan Didio, who's the head of DC, yeah. has said that the DC offices have come up with a complete and full ultimate timeline and history for the DC universe, and it is broken down into four generations. Hmm. and oh, that's five. the fifth generation. This okay. is the fifth, fifth generation, generation yeah. now, now that, that, that is coming. Now it makes sense. Now yeah, it makes still, sense. But and each generation name, each can be no. like I think the the New Fifty Two or post Flashpoint I think yeah. is Generation Four and. You know, I don't know what all because he hasn't they haven't actually released what the four generations are. But the fifth generation, the 5G, they have already announced that when it comes, which will probably be late 2020 or early 2021, it will be a totally new person under the mask of Batman. It will Terry
1: McGinnis. It it will likely
2: be Luke Fox.
0: Lucius Fox's son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was uh, Batwing, I think. Batwing. Yes, and they're saying that Bruce
2: Wayne will be his Alfred. Hmm. Jonathan Kent will be Superman. They already
1: kind of did that, though, because that's Batman Beyond. I know. uh. Jonathan
2: Kent will be Superman. They said that a whole new person that you would never expect would be the Earth Green Lantern. Uh, I think they were talking about... Captain Boomerang Jr., the, the evil Captain Boomerang's right. son, will be, will be the Flash okay. in 5G. He discovers
1: the Speed Force? I
2: I, I, I don't know. I mean, and, like, it, all, and,
1: it
0: all sounds terribly mysterious. Well, and is,
2: again, what you're talking about is you're talking about a massive, massive change.
1: That can make a jump ship will, too, man. Exactly. I mean, will it, really, it like, be
2: change for change's sake? Yeah. Or will it come out organically within the story? Like I say 50 like, 50. Some it of it could. Gonna, it, it, right who knows? Yeah. And some who of will be like, it goes with the story. When, when Sam Wilson took over the Shield in, in Captain America and he became the new Captain America, I loved it. I absolutely loved it because mm-hmm. it yeah. made sense in the
1: comic, right? In the comics. And that was after yeah. Winter Soldier had it. Yeah, it was, it was after like Winter not Soldier. For me. Yeah. yeah, and that was and it, the evolution it, of the Shield. Almost, it was. You know? like, it was. Yeah. I'm not worthy of it, Sam. You've always been a little. They didn't cool get.
2: Guy. They didn't get rid of Steve. An he an was still around, it's right? But but Sam became the new Captain America, and I loved, loved it. it. It was it great. Made sense, and he stuck around. I could have. I could have handled him sticking around a little while longer. Yeah. But he stuck around a decent right. amount of time. The other big issue with continuity and with changes and and alterations to continuity is that question of how long is this change going to matter? Right. So you've changed all the X books. So did anything that I read prior to House of X and Powers of Ten matter? We don't know. Did it, didn't it? That's probably still up for debate. But if Hickman's only on the book for another year or two, then— does any of that matter? Elf, because when a go. new writer comes in and changes it, yeah. so then is that a chunk of continuity that now gets removed? And there therein lies another major question, or sub-question, I guess, in the overall question of does continuity matter? A lot of questions. A lot of questions. The best, the best thing I
1: could
0: I could uh, equate to is the early two thousands. If you didn't want to have to worry about continuity, Marvel did something brilliant. They created the ultimate universe. Yeah. yeah. All of our characters as if they happened now. Yeah. modern day yeah. in the 21st century. Yeah. Some were awesome, some were not. And the first, well, I want to say the first five years worth oh, of phenomenal. ultimate books Yeah, was t- uh, tight continuity, well, tight universe minus, continuity. Minus
2: those first four or five issues of ultimate team up. Yeah, those, those are a first rough. few issues of Ultimate well, Team up don't quite fit in, but right. Ultimate Spider Man, Ultimate, Ultimate Spider Man, and, 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 and the Ultimates
1: yeah. were all yeah. stellar yeah. for a yeah. long and it, time. And Ultimate it was Fantastic very tight, Four too. It yeah, yeah, sense. the it editorial was very tight, team very was tight.
2: really on top of it, and and
1: that gave
0: us something that gave fans, hey, you want to learn about these characters here, you don't have to worry about forty, fifty, sixty years right. worth of continuity and that's the thing i would like i would like younger people to be able to access some of this stuff because it's great stuff it is great stuff but it's also dated i think where i'm going to leave this is there's no real definitive answer to this question it all Depends on your perspective.
2: Yep.
1: I almost feel like continuity is like a trope, if you will, like a comic trope. Well, it can be. Well, you know, I mean, I think be. it's a trope for everything. Right. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's just a trope where they're like, well, it'll matter when we want it to, and it won't when we A lot of want writers will
0: tell you that continuity handcuffs you to a table and makes it harder to be a writer. But I feel if you're a good I, writer- as a writer, say- It's a challenge. Guess what? Step up the plate. If you're a good writer, you should be able to find a way around it. Right. You yep. should be able to pick that lock. Yes. You know? There have been times where writers will come along and just ignore continuity for their own sake. We've seen it plenty of times in all superhero comics. Writers will give characters powers huh. or uh-huh. boosts of the powers that already exist to serve the purpose of the story. Spider-Man the other. is Right. right. <laughs> now, is is that playing with continuity? Yes. Does it hinder the overall enjoyment of the character? Well, that's up to the perspective say, of the person. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's debatable. If I have to give an answer, does continuity matter in in comic books? Yes, it does. But it shouldn't be the main thing that matters when it comes to comic books. I don't know about you guys. If you want to give give an answer, please. Nah, you summed it up right there. I try. Yeah. I think
2: think change is good because when, you know, and I'll use the 5G thing as an example and we'll see how the year plays out. But when they first announced it, I was 100% against it. Because I like what they've been doing with Reboot. Well, it sounded like another New 52. And it sounded like another New 52. On the other hand, I started thinking about it, and I started thinking, how many times can you retcon and reboot Bruce Wayne's story? And how many times can you say, you remember that old story from the early 80s that Batman went on? We're going to kind of retell that story, but we're going to expand it for 10 issues now, and that's going to be the story. At some point... (laughs) After DC's sitting on eighty plus years now, and so is Marvel. At some point, when do you run out of stories for the characters that have been there constantly? Yeah, and sometimes when do, you sometimes, stop over? You and when do you, number ones? Yeah, like, was, there's so many number at ones. some point you have to do something new, even if it's give us a new character to go forward with, or take an existing character and alter them. So. I kind of hover in the middle ground, okay. I think, is my is my definitive answer. I think continuity is a great thing for stories. I think it's incredibly easy to become a slave to it. Mm, yeah. But I also don't feel that it should be thrown out.
1: I feel like continuity is like real life history. Remember it. Don't dwell on it. Ooh. So, like, remember, oh. you know, so, like, that's deep. Yeah. Like, remember the bad things so you don't repeat itself. But also, don't dwell on any part of it either, so you'll get stuck. Holy cow. Smurfy with a. Basically, don't do Clone Saga
0: <laughs> again. <laughs> right. Talking but, to you, Marvel. But remember it happened, so you don't repeat but it. But remember it happened. Yeah, right. See? Don't act like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Just don't, don't do it again.
2: There you go. Well, well put, Smurfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well put.
0: Pistol's going to be upset that he missed that. I mean, this was your, this is a shining moment. See for what happens without Pistol? Inspiration, <laughs> yeah, inspiration without the salt. He's your kryptonite. Ryan. He is my <laughs> kryptonite. <laughs> Hurry home, Pistol. <laughs> that does it for us, but we want to know, what are your thoughts on this? What, what what do you think about the importance or non-importance of continuity in comic books? Head on over to our website at mybigfatpulllist.com and tell us good, bad in between what is your answer to the question well I know we got a little bit philosophical with you there towards the end folks but we have come to an end of another edition of my big fat pull List. I want to thank you for sticking with us I am Mr.
1: X I'm Smurfy, and I'm Dr. Impact keep on believing in comic book magic that's our show folks tell your friends and family about our program What he means is you and everyone you know should subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on every app possible.
0: Want to help support the show? Visit our Patreon page. We have
1: a variety of incentives at multiple tiers, sure to satisfy any and all hardcore geeks. You can also follow us on social media where we post weekly comic pics, breaking news stories, and glimpses into our everyday geek lives. Until next time... Keep your turtle shells waxed. <laughs> your power rings charge. And your proton packs prime. Ooh, what's this do?
0: No, Smurfy! Not the containment unit!
1: Okay, cool. Neat. Neat. <laughs> Tight. Tight. I can't. That's copyrighted. Of a pistol. Okay. By, by pistol. <laughs> pistol Danger <laughs> Incorporated. All right. Take <laughs> take 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 take. take.
0: I did not separate this first paragraph into two, which was my intent, because I was going to have us each do a paragraph. What oh. the hell? No. Oh. Oops. I was right I was typing mm-hmm. on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's my new kid.
0: Please like tell me you recorded that. It's I... how I. It, it's.
1: <laughs> It's how I. It's We're how I get past. Oh, okay. No, that's uh, our. Pass. That's our. That's our uh, special blob at the end. I'll, I it on the I'll send it to you guys because he'll never right.
0: make a I have no problem making myself look like an ass. This it humanizes so like me. Like
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pass. Pass. I will, I will Food make, jokes. I want to make a sticker.